It's the radio guy, Mike Prince. Welcome to another episode of the Mike Prince Show here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Of course, we come to you each and every day with the world of sports. Today, we're going to keep it within Waller County, Texas. We have a special guest on the line with us. She is the president of the Waller County Sports Association. We're going to introduce to some and present to others none other than the president herself, Miss Summer Schmidt. How are you today, ma'am? Good, and how are you? I'm doing absolutely great. Happy New Year to you and all that good snacks. I'm understanding you didn't come out the gate too well. You're a little bit under the weather today. Yes, sir. Well, I I hope that you get better and better real soon. Uh, Before we get any further, introduce yourself and the association and the difference between your association and that of Little League. So the Waller County Sports Association has been around for 40-plus years. Um, we offer t-ball, baseball, and softball to the ages of 2 years old all the way up to 16. Um, the difference between us and Little League is we are a non-sanctioned um, league. We have our own rules that we follow, and we don't have boundaries as far as you can live anywhere, whether it be Harris County, Waller County, um, any county, Montgomery County, and you can still play with us. Versus Little League, you are restricted to the county that you live in. Okay. So those are some of the key differences between the two because I know you get it all the time, and I was guilty of it myself saying the Little League Association, but when it's really the Walla County Sports Association. So I wanted to make sure that all the water was clear on that. But the bottom line is it is creating what I call the greatest team sport on the planet and an opportunity for the youngsters to get involved with baseball and softball. Yes, sir. Um, we, you know, we try to prepare the kids for that next level. Um, they come out, they learn the fundamentals with us as they move up through the older divisions. We, you know, try to challenge them more to be prepared for either, you know, select or um, high school. And then, you know, obviously from high school to college and college to, you know, a lot of them's dream is to go pro. So. Okay, so you got a wide variety of ranges. I heard you say from two years old, and and what's the maximum? How many divisions do you have in total? Well, last year we had a total of 36 teams. Obviously, we're hoping that our numbers grow again this year. Um, They've grown a little bit every year. Um, So we start out with our two-year-olds, and we normally have about two different divisions there, our 5U, we have normally have around five different teams. Then we have our 6U division, which is um, T-ball as well. This year we're starting something new. Uh, we're going to try to incorporate a 6U softball um, instead of the, uh, as well as the 6U co-ed um, to where it helps prepare those, the girls that are playing T-ball to, with the actual softball instead of the baseball going to softball at 8U. So just trying to incorporate more options for those softball players. Okay. Um, and then for 8U, we have, um, you know, that's our, we have softball and baseball for 8U, and then 10U, 9- um, and 10-year-olds, baseball and softball, 12U, and then our 14U. Um, our softball 14U is a little bit different versus the baseball. Um, that's where we incorporate what they call a senior division. 
for softball, it's 14, 15, and 16-year-olds. Okay, so you got a lot of moving parts going all over the place, and I'm pretty sure you could never have too many volunteers to help. And I am assuming that these coaches' positions and everyone involved is on a volunteer basis. Yes, sir. Everybody out there, um, you know, including myself, we're all volunteers. It takes, you know, each and every person in the community to to make this work. And so we're always accepting, you know, applications for volunteers, um, for managers, coaches, assistant coaches, board members, sponsors, the whole, you know, the whole nine yards. All right, Ms. Smith, when is the grand old opening day for the Wallace Sports Association, Wallace County Sports Association? Opening day this year will be on March the 21st. Um, we normally start the activities at 9 a.m. We have our little opening day ceremony. Um, we do a what we call a, the parade of teams. Um, they come out onto the field. The coaches, team mom, manager, one of the coaches of the team will introduce the players, and then they run the baseline and go out into the field. And then after that, we can, we do the you know the national anthem, um, the prayer, the first pitch, play ball, and some of the teams will have games. Not all of them will have games that day because obviously we're we're expecting you know quite a few teams this year more so than last year, so they may not all have games, but we will have games that day as well. So we actually have a little girl that's going to be singing the national anthem for us this year. That sounds real awesome. A grand old day at the ballpark, and be sure to come and be a part of it. Okay, now if a person wants to get involved in some of these activities, uh, what's the best contact information that they can reach you guys? The best way to contact us is through our Facebook page, Waller County Sports Association, and they can either you know, send us a message through there or they can send a private message and a board member will respond back to them. Or they can email us at wallercountysports at gmail.com. Okay, wallacountysports at gmail.com. Now, are there term limits on your board of trustees and how long uh, are coaches allowed or the background checks as far as becoming a coach? Yes, everyone that participates with the kids on the field has to go through a background check. Um, and then for, you know, as far as term limits are concerned, um, it's just a season, a seasonal basis as far as the um, – the managers and coaches and team moms, that's all seasonal. We have our spring season and then our fall season. So you have to redo that every season. Um, as far as becoming a board member, that is done on a yearly basis from January to December. Okay. We're speaking right now with the president of the Walla County Sports Association, Ms. Summer Schmidt. She's breaking down some of the responsibilities and the help needed. So if anyone's listening to this right now, be sure to reach out and uh, make yourself available. Now, you made mention of a fall and a spring season. What's the time frame between the two of them and when it's best to try to get your little kiddos signed up to be a part of the programming? So right now we, are, we have our open registration um, for the spring season. Spring season, we normally start registrations in December, um, and we try to offer different discounts. And then we have draft in February, games start in March. We wrap up with um, the end of season, end of year tournament um, in May, and then we have our all-star tournament in June. And then for 
So that's kind of our spring season. And then the fall season, we start registrations in August. They start playing September, um, the end, towards the end of September, October, and then we're done in November. Okay, and do you have the same end-of-year tournament for that season, or is it just in the summer? The end-of-year tournament is just in the summer. Okay, so actually you get you get a full year of baseball to get the kiddos uh, engaged, developed, and learning the game of baseball. Yes, and so fall is where – so fall, the fall season is where a lot of kids are moving up. Um, so they're having to prepare – and learn the new rules. It's not as intense and um, fast-paced as what it is during the spring, so it kind of gives them that time period to adjust to, to the new rules and, and um, things like that for the, that next spring. And then the spring is, obviously, it's a little more fast-paced, um, a little more intense, more challenging um, to where, you know, it's go, 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 during the spring, it's a lot long. Uh, the spring season is a little bit longer. Like, I, and we also have, you know, the end of year tournament. We have the all star tournament. So it, it's just a little more intense, a little more challenging. So that fall time gives them the opportunity to prepare for that next spring. So if I'm understanding you correctly, the fall semester, I'm thinking college terms, but the fall season is more of a training in preparation for the spring season. Is that more on the line? Correct. <laughs> Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. So you'll have more inter-squad games in the fall and then the games, you know, that, that count on the board are the ones that you play in the spring. Correct. Okay, very good. So, um, um, and the reason I'm asking that question is because you may mention you had 36 teams, and, of course, each team, uh, it is lovely to have a sponsor that support those teams. And, you know, some might be in a position to do a couple of teams. But, for that, would that sponsorship be for the entire sessions, or would it be for the spring session only? So for um, the sponsorships, it, there's different levels of sponsorships. For example, we have our team sponsorship. We have a field sign sponsorship, but then we also have our combo pack um, sponsorship. If you do just the team sponsorship, that lasts you just for the season, for the spring season. Um, and then we have our combo and our field sign. That lasts you for the entire year. So if you do, just for instance, if you were to do it this spring season, that would get you this spring and the fall season of this year. And then you would renew next spring. We don't ask for team sponsors for the fall. It's just for the spring because there are so many um, teams during the spring versus the fall. So we cover the fall, and then the sponsors for the teams cover the for the spring okay okay that sounds like a good enough deal so uh, we trying to get that information out there it's always a good time and a good investment to sow back into the youth which are the future of tomorrow and uh, what better way to do it they teach these kids fundamentals leaderships and all the nine yards now you have 36 spring teams and on average how many do you have in the fall session um we probably have about half of that during the fall season. With it being the fall, we have football, cheerleading, and other sports going on. So um, a lot of our kids, you know, they go play football. It's hard for them to manage football, cheerleading, and baseball being, you know, that young of an age, managing that many sports 
activities going on. So we normally have about half of that, roughly around 18 teams throughout all of the divisions. Once again, we're talking with Ms. Summer Schmidt, and we're talking about involving our youth with some of the uh, programs that are available through this association. But I do have to ask this particular question, Ms. Smith, if you don't mind. Baseball is, to me, the greatest sport on the planet, but sometimes there are expenses that are involved with it, and we do have a lot of single parents and then even some two-parent households that might need some assistance. Do you guys provide any type of scholarships to uh, keep a kid who would want to be interested but might have some financial challenges? Yes, we do. Um, so we have, um, we do work, you know, have payment plans. Um, we don't want the financial burden to prevent a child from playing baseball or softball, t-ball. We don't want that financial burden on the kid to prevent them from playing. So we do offer payment plans, but we also have people in the community that um, will, I guess, basically kind of like a scholarship, sponsorship for a child to play. We also have a group of kids over at BGC that come out and play with us, and we have different people in the community, business owners, um, different individuals that help offset their cost as well. Um, so if that's something that, you know, a, an individual or a business owner um, would be interested in, they can reach out to us as well to help offset the cost for those kids to play. And for those who are wondering what BGC was, that's Boys and Girls Country out in Hockley, Texas, correct? Yes, correct. And most of the kids that we have that play from out there are our older kids, 8U and up to 14U. Um, and like I said, it just, it takes that burden from them to not being able to play to where they don't have to worry about the cost. They just they get to come out and they get to play, they get to have fun and get to take their mind off of everything. So that's you know, we started working with BGC last year. We've had several different people that have helped offset their cost to where that's something they just don't have to worry about. We have several different people in the community that have donated bats, gloves, pants, you know, the, all the equipment that they would need to play to where all they have to do is just show up. And, you know, it, and it's not just for the BGC kids. Some of that equipment and stuff was able to go to different kids in the community as well because there was just an overabundance of support from the community that we were able to not only get, you know, to give that equipment to the, the boys and girls country kids, but to also those other kids that may not be as fortunate as others. That sounds awesome, and I'm sure that you'll continue to get the support, and we'll do what we can from this end to help get that word out. And who knows, we might be able to take on a kid or two at our sales here at the open mic. And also, I would like to add as well, if a child is a graduating senior, doesn't matter if it's from Waller High School, Hempstead High School, Belleville, Seeley, if they have played with us for a minimum of two years, a graduating senior can also apply for a scholarship for college with us. Um, like I said, but they have to be a graduating senior, and we do um, four scholarships every year of $500. Oh, that is awesome. Once again, we're speaking with the president of the Waller County Sports Association, Ms. Summer Schmidt. I do know, and, and forgive me for referring back to Little League, but, you know, that's kind of like the, the big fish in the pond, so to speak. Right. I know there, there is an, an accreditation process or a coach's clinic that you have to go through in order 
to qualify to be a coach for Little League. Is that somewhere along the same lines as far as the Walla County Sports Association? We do have, um, you know, some coaches' clinics um, to where if, it, you know, they're a first-time coach, we can, you know, set them up with a coach that has been, you know, coaching for us for multiple years. Um, we also do have a few select coaches that we can put them in contact with that have helped us before on organizing some um, coaches' clinics. That is something that we are looking into um, to help those first-time coaches to where they're not just out there on the field, you know, don't really know a whole lot of drills um, to do with the kids to prepare them. So that is something that we are working on implementing. Um, we're just, we haven't done it yet, but we do know, you know, several coaches to put them in contact with to help them with drills. Okay, okay, that sounds great, you know, because it's always about making it the, um, the most memorable experience for some of our kiddos out there because, unfortunately, some of these guys will only play in their youth and when they grow up and discover other things in life, i.e. the girls, they sometimes <laughs> put the, uh, the baseball to the side. And so it's always great to have an opportunity for them to expand. Ms. Schmidt, you have been, as they say, a plethora of information, and we definitely look forward to some more conversations and some updates as uh, the season progresses along. Is there anything that you would like to share with us as we get ready to shut this segment down? Um, well, if anybody has, like I said, you know, if anybody has any questions as far as, like, important dates, anything of that nature, they can look it up on our website, which is wallercountysportsassociation.com. We keep all of our important dates, you know, posted there up to the minute. Um, so, you know, things are constantly changing there um, as far as adding more stuff for the kids, for the coaches. Um, and then we also imp uh, post different camps or different things that we try to do for the kids on our Facebook page, which is Waller County Sports Association. And if they have any questions or want to volunteer, interested in volunteering, um, wanting just more information in general, they can, you know, visit that uh, Facebook page as well. And like I said, they can either message us on that page and we'll, someone, a board member will respond, or they can private message us and someone will respond. Okay, it sounds great. Give that information one more time because somebody might be slow like me in trying to gather a piece of paper and a pen to get this information down. So our website is wallercountysportsassociation.com, and our Facebook page is Waller County Sports Association, and our email is wallercountysports at gmail.com. And they can reach us by any one of those three. All right, sounds great. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, baseball never dies. It's always in season, even when it's cold. That's just how great this game is. We want to thank you so much, Ms. Smith, for being a part of our show on today. We want to thank you guys for joining in and listening. Remember, you can follow us on our social media handles at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network. Our 24-hour dial-in message line, 713-570-6736. And until the next time, you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side. <laughs>